Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. People are saved because of their faith in Christ, not because of what they do. Paul the Apostle today is going to contrast those who are enslaved to the law, and that would be represented by Hagar, the slave woman, with those who are free from the law, and that would be represented by Sarah, the free woman. Hagar's abuse of Sarah was like the persecution of the Gentile Christians who were getting from the Judaizers, who insisted on keeping the law in order to be saved, and eventually Sarah triumphed because her son was the promise of God, just as those who worship Christ in faith will also triumph. We're in verse 21 of Galatians chapter 4, and we're finishing up this chapter today. Let's read together. Verse 21, Listen to me, you friends who think you have to obey the Jewish laws to be saved. Why don't you find out what those laws really mean? For it is written that Abraham had two sons, and one was from his slave wife and one from his freeborn wife. There was nothing unusual about the birth of the slave wife's baby, but the baby of the freeborn wife was born only after God had especially promised he would come. Now, this true story is an illustration of God's two ways of helping people. One way was by giving them his laws to obey. He did this on Mount Sinai when he gave us the Ten Commandments to Moses. Mount Sinai, by the way, is called Mount Hagar by the Arabs. And in my illustration, Abraham's slave wife Hagar represents Jerusalem, and the mother city of the Jews, the center of what the system's trying to please God by trying to obey the commandments. And the Jews, who try to follow the system, are her slave children. But our mother city is the heavenly Jerusalem, and she's not a slave to the Jewish laws. That's what Isaiah meant, verse 27, when he prophesied, Now you can rejoice, O childless woman. You can shout with joy, though you've never had a child. For I'm going to give you many children, more children than the slave wife has. You and I, dear brothers, are the children that God promised, just as Isaac was. And so we who are born of the Holy Spirit are persecuted now by those who want to seek to keep us the Jewish laws, just as Isaac the child of promise was persecuted by Ishmael, the slave wife's son. But the scriptures say that God told Abraham to send away the slave wife and her son, for the slave wife's son could not inherit Abraham's home and lands along with the free woman's son. So, dear brothers, we are not slave children, obligated to the Jewish laws, but we're children of a free woman, acceptable to God because of our faith. Now, Paul, throughout this passage, is trying to reason with the Galatian believers. Those who thought they actually wanted to follow the law, for them, Paul was asking them to just take a step back for a second and to actually look at what they were pursuing. Clearly, Paul was now pulling out the big guns. He's using the father of the Jewish nation, Abraham, as an example. Abraham was given a promise by God that he would have a son. Such a promise was just so hard to believe because Abraham was in his advanced age and certainly his wife Sarah was also. But instead of waiting on God to fulfill his promise, he and Sarah decided to take matters into their own hands and to help God. So... Cooking up their master plan, they decided that Abraham would impregnate Sarah's handmaid and then they would claim that child as their own. Now, 
I know that in our generation, that sounds a bit crazy and very Jerry Springer, but it was widely practiced method in that day, and it was a way to gain a child and an heir if you could not produce one yourself. So, Sarah and Abraham, they followed through with this plan, and a son was born to the handmaid whom they named Ishmael. They thought that that was that, but God said no. Abraham was still gonna produce a son with Sarah, and eventually we know they did, and that son was Isaac. God is faithful, even when we are not. Further, we're not gonna change the ultimate plans of God through our own stupidity. Isaac was the son of promise and grace, and Ishmael was the son of man's attempt to do something, a fleshly attempt to help God. The bottom line is that man has never had any luck with trying to help God. God doesn't need any help, especially from us. This is a picture of the law, a picture of our attempts to add with our crayons to a perfect masterpiece painting. For Isaac, through Sarah, was God's perfect work. And it happened because he promised it would, because he wanted it to. Ishmael? Well, with Hagar, the handmaid, that was an example of the law, an example of what happens when we try to you know, add a little something of our own to the promises of God. Today, the Jewish history traces the lineage of Ishmael to the modern Arab people, and in effect, the very source of Israel's current woes. Kind of ironic, isn't it? A perfect storm, a clear example of what happens when we reject God's total sovereignty and try to take matters into our own hands like we do when we try to be right with God and through following rules and regulations, denominational hoops, and self-righteous works, we try to be right with Him. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit BelieversTogether.com. dot com.